This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, Michael here from Hannigan Media and I am here in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How are you doing this morning, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you doing? I am amazing. I am up and about and still walking and at my age, that's always a good thing. Yes, sir. Um, we have a lot to talk about, so let's get right into the stats. Yes, sir. Uh, last week since we met, they booked in 66 individuals, uh, 23 females, 43 males, our average population is three, been 352 this uh, so far this year, and uh, we've got 42 out of county inmates right now. All right, so um, 42 out of county inmates, um, the numbers staying the same. Is that part of the we're not transferring as many people and stuff yes, like that? Yes, right? we're trying not to transfer any, um, but it looks like last night Rockwall came and picked one up and yesterday Van Zant County came and picked one up and that was probably because they had to. That, uh, yeah. Pretty much everything else will be here for uh, at least another week. All right, so before we started uh, our conversation, people should know every time I come in here and we get set up, you and I talk about, all right, so what are we going to talk about as, as we do this? And we run down a list and we figure out the things that we're going to talk about. And when we started this time, you know, we said, we're going to do this one without talking about the coronavirus. We're going to not talk about COVID-19 for once. And as we talked through everything that was going on, we found out that was impossible. Right. Yes, sir. Because everything, the coronavirus right now, COVID-19 is part of everything. Last week, you uh, announced that you had a jailer test positive and you had to send people home and you've got more coronavirus news this week. Yes, sir. We had another jailer that did test positive. Um, that one luckily uh, had only been in contact with two other jailers, so I uh, only had to send uh, two more home at that time. Um, but since then, there's been other people, not at the sheriff's office that tested positive, but they have been in contact with people that had tested positive. So we've quarantined more. Uh, we're at, I've got about 18 individuals, 18 employees quarantined right now uh, here that work for the sheriff's office. So it's. Uh, it is it is very draining. Uh, the luckily the folks that are working back there are still in good spirits. They're a little tired, but they're still in good spirits. They got about a week left to go. All right, so we had the ones that um, we had the people who tested positive here, and so the folks they came into contact with here had to be quarantined yes. so that we make sure that they don't just spread it more, and we we just keep on spreading it. But you also have to deal with if I'm a deputy and my brother, who I saw this weekend, is positive, then yes. I have to quarantine because I've been in contact with someone who is positive. Yes. And that's taken out 17 or 18 of your yes. employees. Um, that is incredible. Now, one of the questions I absolutely know I am going to get is the new jailer. 
Were they back in the jail population? They were not in the jail population. They were in contact with no inmates. Okay. Uh, the Where they were working, they were working in a control center. And those control centers is basically a room. You're in there by yourself. Um, and you're operating doors and talking to inmates via uh, microphone, telecom, microphone system. Like yeah. Uh, so they were... And that's really what saved us from them being in contact with any other employees also. Uh, we did have two employees go in uh, and uh, go, into had, that. go into the control center, right. and those are the two employees that I lost. But they were not in contact with any other inmates or employees, so we were blessed there. All right. So, um, now that was one question I got last week when we talked about those jailers. The other question I got was, um, and it was interesting, is that if, so so you've got the population back there, the jail population, the inmates, if an inmate's supposed to get out, are any of these um, quarantines to any of your employees affecting their release dates, things like that? No. No, no I mean, if an inmate's due to be released, we're releasing them as normal. Okay. So just wanted to make sure about that because that was another question I got after last week's podcast. Um, okay, so we, you've got 17, 18 employees down. You're working with, uh, I'm going to call it, it's it's a skeleton staff in the jail, not in the idea that you don't have enough people in the jail, but in the idea that they're working 12-hour shifts with right. no days off right now. Yes, sir. And so that's got to be a bit draining. And you have a big holiday coming up. Yes, sir. This weekend, 4th of July. Um, the city of Athens and the uh, fishery center have canceled their event. The yes. fireworks at the fisheries. But there are other big events happening. There are. There, there, uh, there's lots of events happening this weekend, uh, 4th of July. There's the air show, which is supposed to be the... I mean, listening to the pre-planning and stuff, it, this is supposed to be the largest it's ever been, uh, and it's supposed to be a lot of planes. It's supposed to, it's going on for a longer period of time. Luckily, most people attend that via boat, so you know they'll their family groups will be in boats and everybody will be separate. But we have to work that us and the game wardens and the fire departments and the coast guard will all be out there. And then uh, there is the fireworks show at Life Fellowship out here on 175. They're continuing. They're going to still, as far as I know, they're still having their event. Luckily, it is also outside. There's plenty of room to separate. And uh, we'll be working both of those events. And then we'll also be all over the county working security for subdivisions. Uh, and That are having smaller small events. Small events. So... Uh, my manpower is going to be very stretched very, very thin. Um, after last week, my first consideration was I was going to st start taking uh, deputies and quarantining the deputies that have jail license to help me cover the jail if anything else was to happen to us. Uh, but with the fourth coming up, I was unable to do that. So I may look at studying that uh, after this weekend and and then seeing what our situation is. Hopefully it just stays like we are right now. Everything seems to be going well. Uh, and uh, we've been blessed so far, really. And I just hope uh, everything can continue as it is. And But I may end up having to put more deputies. You know, I'd, I'd already brought, we'd done it at the very first when COVID first started and I had brought all the employees back. 
and uh, but I may have to put some more in reserve again to just kind of so I know I've got healthy people to cover the county. Okay, so to explain to our listeners who who might not have heard you explain it a few weeks ago, actually I guess it's a few months ago now. Yes. Um, when all this really started revving up the first time, you had taken a few healthy employees and said, you guys stay home. And that was to ensure that if someone got, someone got sick here at the uh, sheriff's office, that you would have people that you knew had not been exposed that you could then bring in or put out on the streets or whatever so that you had coverage. Yes, yes. Um, can't do that when you have the 4th of July and already down 18 people. Right, no, there's no possible way. Um, so there's a little bit of uh, cross your fingers going on here with this weekend coming up with uh, as many of your deputies out there because like so far the issue has been in the jail. Right. Your, your, your patrol and stuff like that's been okay. Yes. And so we're hoping that it stays that way. Yes, sir. Yes, and then, sir. And then you have another one in Gun Barrel, uh, I think, the weekend after that. The 11th, they're having uh, their concert in Gun Barrel City that we will be, uh, the Sheriff's Posse will be part of it, uh, helping uh, up there with it. Uh, and, of course, these these are always fun events. Sure, so, they're great you know, events. They're gonna, it's going to be a lot of fun. People, uh, you know, they're, but they're usually large events and uh this year we just got extra concerns yeah yeah extra concerns for sure and we as we record this we record this on wednesday um who knows what will happen before these events actually occur yes yeah, like last week when we spoke i had the one jailer when we spoke wednesday by the time the podcast come out i had already had the second jailer. sure you, you just it's just crazy the way these things are happening and how much you have to take it into account when you're doing uh, what you're doing. And I know, listen, I know that a lot of our listeners are of the mind that the concern about COVID is overblown. Right. I, and, and I'm not disparaging them. I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot to the idea that most of the people who get infected don't get really sick. Right. I mean, and I think that you've seen that here in the sheriff's office. You've now had three yes. people test positive, and I don't think any of the three of them got seriously ill. No, they did not. And so that's a real factor for a lot of people, and they think, wow, this is not a big deal. Why are we worried about it so much? And as a governmental agency, which the sheriff's department is, you really don't have that luxury of saying this is not a big deal. I'm going to put people back in the jail. It, 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 we do not. Uh, number one, even on the streets, we come in contact with so many people out there, and we have seen uh, this virus affect the uh, elderly people. Um, you know, the, it hits them hard, and uh, and then in a jail setting, uh, some of our inmates. A lot of our inmate population is not the healthiest type people. A lot of them uh, struggle with substance abuse, and and so whenever they first come in, they're they're battling that. Their body's trying to come off of whatever substance they've been using, and then you throw a virus that has no cure 
on top of it, it can be it could be deadly. So uh, our main concern is to try to keep it out the best way we can. And one of those things I know that in the past, and, and it might be an interesting discussion when COVID goes away, we've talked before about the cost to the to the taxpayer of healthcare for people in the jail because it's when you get people back there and they and, and you start to find out you've got people with a lot of health problems back right. there. Yes, sir. Um, and it and it's costly. And you know, in the case of a governmental agency, you have to be very careful of introducing that into the population. Yes, sir. I, that, again, average listener might say, what do I care about inmates? Right. But we don't, you don't have that. No, no. You I don't mean, have that option. We're here to take care of them and we're going to do that. Right. All right. So I, I, I think that's enough about COVID. <laughs> yes, sir. I agree. Um, I feel like I do that in a in a in a fifteen hour day. I feel like I'm doing COVID twelve of them nowadays. Yes, sir. Uh, but you have other things, and you had a really interesting case this past uh, week that I don't know that I've ever encountered. I haven't either, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, it's uh. It has been, uh, it has actually been stressful. Um, we worked a death investigation out on County Road 1208 in the Tri-Cities area of Henderson County. And through the death investigation, the individual that had passed um, had, he raised wolf dogs. They're hybrid wolves and um, he's got a lot of them. He's got about 50 of them out there and they're all in different entrapments. Um, they're all caged and some of them will come up close to you you really can't get your hands on any of them and then other ones will keep their distance from you and uh, so we've been working since saturday working with the sbca working with black beauty ranch working with our uh, uh, animal shelter here in athens um, and being that they're wolf hybrids uh, most people can't take them most rescues won't take them so we are working with numerous different organizations to help us locate actual wolf rescues to come in and help us with the situation we had the spca was out here with us yesterday our animal shelter was out there sunday with us um we've got another wolf rescue coming today um to look but when you talk about having to pick up 50 wolf dogs and place them it's a major ordeal and uh so right now our animal control officers are uh, going out there every day feeding and watering them. They're all healthy. They've been healthy dogs. Um, it's just uh, we've got to find them placement now. Okay, so let's start from the beginning here. This is um, this is a death investigation, but we're not talking about. I mean, this isn't something that's super suspicious. You no. think that this guy, this person, was murdered? No. <laughs> It was it was a death, and now these dogs are left without a caretaker. Yes, yes, he was the he was out there by himself. He was their only caretaker, and uh, so now it's basically uh, you know it's just going to be our responsibility to try to find them a good placement. And we're talking about we're not we're not talking about like a dog like a Siberian Husky that looks wolfish. We're talking about 
real wolves. Yes, wolves that are that they have been bred with other. Some of them look like German shepherds when you take a picture of them, but then when you really look at them and look at their heads and their faces, you can tell that there's more there than just you know you would initially just look at the coloring and like that's a German shepherd, but uh, when you really look over them, you're like, no, that's really not. Okay, and because of that. Like if, if you went out there and you, and you had this investigation and it was like, oh, this man left 50 Pomeranians, no problem. We get those placed. That That's no problem now, at all. The sheer numbers of 50 is an issue sure. in itself, but there's enough rescues around. Yeah. We would have probably already had them housed. Sure, sure. Somebody raised their hand and said, I'll take one. Yes. Hey, no problem. Here's your Pomeranian. Right. Can't do that with a wolf. No, sir can't do that and so this is uh this is day four of the investigation and pretty much uh we worked the inquest in six to seven hours waiting on some results to come back but like you said there's nothing suspicious about it but uh i'm hoping we can have these dogs placed by next week and in the meantime you're the ones taking care we of you're going out there taking care of them we actually put now there was uh there was the neighbors all in the area they knew uh the gentleman that passed and uh so they had actually been taking food out there and dumping it on the road we actually put signs up uh yesterday asking folks just to we, we are feeding them we are watering them and uh because we're actually going to have to bring some trap or not traps but kennels and we're going to try to start feeding them in the kennels that way hopefully when we go out there and pour the feed we can shut a door and then be able to uh, right. get the dog instead of trying to uh, capture them in their enclosures because they're large enclosures and if you can't get close to them it makes things difficult sure um yeah a little bit of a challenge yes sir um and one that we're not usually used to okay I i'm looking forward to hear <clears throat> to hearing exactly how that particular uh case ends because i'm a big dog lover and i know that we have a lot of listeners who are dog lovers and they're going to really care about that yes. so again big point they're okay they're the dogs okay. were taken care of this is not a this is not a situation where you know you're going in and you're finding a puppy mill or something like that these are dogs that were well taken care of it's just that because of the type of breed they are it becomes a real issue yes sir yes sir all right well, thank you for uh, bringing us in today to uh, talk about what's going on in our sheriff's office. We appreciate it as always. You guys, we will be back next week to talk with Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. Thank you. Y'all have a happy fourth.